Watchmen. You can fuck off the bananas tree. Star Trek sucks. Star Trek sucks. When you talk that shit about Star Trek, it's like you just harpooned a baby. Star Trek sucks. Star Trek sucks. Welcome to Star Trek Sucks with me, Leo. I like Star Trek. I'm Jack. Don't. Do you like it? What's up? Star Trek? Haven't heard of it. Oh, it's a show we watch for this podcast that we're recording right now. Oh. With the microphones and the cat. Hmm. I was wondering what the cat was doing here. Yeah, she's part of the show. Okay. She's the third host. Sure, the third mic. <laughs> Um, oh, do you want to do an intro? Do, do you want me to do an intro? We, you can you can do an intro. This is the, <laughs> the best episode we've ever done. <laughs> listeners, if, you, if you're medium-time listeners to the show, you'll know that last week um, we had to cover a fuck-up, and uh, so now we're recording this right after we recorded that through the magic of recording. Time, I think. Um, and so now Jack's going to do an intro as if I hadn't already shit all over the beginning of this episode. We probably cut all this, right? Nah. Okay. Uh, hi, welcome to Star Trek Sucks. I'm Jack, and I'm once again here on the away team. We have stumbled into a firefight. Woo. I'm frantically space googling the prime directive to see what, if anything, <laughs> we can do here. It seems that a local land baron has impregnated a sex worker at a brothel <laughs> in the middle of the desert and is now attempting to seize her by force. <laughs> but his efforts are being thwarted by both the workers of the brothel and a plucky, flawed, but ultimately charming band of roving misfits. <laughs> Joining me is Leo, who keeps getting on the community to talk, communicator to talk about something that this reminds him of, despite Lieutenant Worf shouting at him to shut the fuck up. <laughs> Leo, what is on your mind? What is so important right now? We're, we're getting shot at from both sides. We have, we have really stumbled into a bad situation here. And Lieutenant Worf, who is in charge of this detachment, is telling you to shut the fuck up. And you clearly can't, so please tell me what is on your mind. It got me good, just as good this time. I don't know if it got you just as good you were. I did really like it a lot, a lot last time. Uh, and I am so glad that you have managed to weave that one episode of Firefly into now like six episodes of this fucking podcast. <laughs> this is uh, such an incredibly inside joke, but yeah, but I, it's, it'll be rewarding for the for the heads who know. Yeah, yeah, this is this is for real heads. <laughs> uh, Jack, what's what's good, man? Uh, what is good? Uh, I guess we can talk about. I guess yeah. I guess the ones I burned on the the forgotten episodes, I can just do. Again. Yeah, we can just do those again. Uh, Rudy, Rudy Giuliani's got COVID. Yeah, baby. Yeah, Rudy Giuliani getting COVID is. I mean, like like you said when I texted you, I had just assumed that he had it weeks ago because like that that's the next thing. Yeah, I that's the next logical thing. I was genuinely confused. Catherine texted me that he had it uh, before you brought it up to me, and I was like, didn't he already? Yeah, how did he not already have it? That was the like that's just the next thing that happens. Yeah, to this fucking moron. But <laughs> listeners, don't worry about Rudy Giuliani. He's just fine. He is being treated at Walter Reed Total Landscaping. Also, don't worry about him. Yeah, also fuck him. Full stop. Yeah. 
Uh, <laughs> I just wanted to shove the Walter Reed totally. No, that was that was good. I'm sorry, that. I stepped on your joke. That's fine. Every single <laughs> was, person on Twitter has already made that joke yeah. so many times by the time this that, episode airs. That is a that is a Twitter joke, and I guess I I like. I like the Twitter joke approach to current events where everybody just goes for whatever the newest thing that happened for 24 hours is, and then it's just over. It's definitely much better than like open mic comedy. Yes. Yeah. Well, that's, that's what brought it up because we were talking about this in, the, in one of our group chats the other day of like, can you imagine how insufferable the open mics would be right now Yeah. with the news? And it's just like, I don't, I mean, I, got... I mean, I hate, I hate current events comics anyway. Um, because it's just, especially now, because everything happens so fucking fast that like you're, there's no way you're going to actually polish a joke and you're going to go, what, run through it, like run it a few times at an open mic and then what? You're yeah, going to put mean, that if, in your act? If you're a full-time working comic um, and you're out like on the road every week and you, and you pepper in whatever references to current events, that can work. Yeah. But if you, you want to like riff a little like, bit up top or whatever. You throw that shit away. Yeah. Um, and I mean, I came to this conclusion early on as a comic when I was trying to write current event shit during the Bush administration, right? Because there are much better professionally paid, established comic writers. Yeah, who, there's a show called The Daily Show yeah. that has a room full of comic writers who are all making more money than you'll make in your entire fucking life to do to just churn this shit out. Like you don't need to do it. Yeah. Do, do do something else. Yeah. And it's you, our, this is done. You don't have a unique perspective on the situation. Guaranteed you don't. But you throw it out there on Twitter, you get yourself a chuckle, maybe a couple other yes. people. Yes. And that's what Twitter's for. And, yeah. Yeah. You come up with, for. yeah, with a, with a lazy dunk like Walter Reed uh, Lawn Care Center. Yeah. And then, and then. And that's it. Yeah. And then it's you over. can just. Then tomorrow there'll be another thing. Yeah, because <laughs> there's always going to be another thing. Because everything happens so much. <laughs> it's so there. Every, yeah, everything is happening so much. Um. So was that? It, it, was that your your only? What's good is really Rudy Giuliani. I mean, I guess I'll I'll keep I'll um, keep the more wholesome stuff for the next one because I feel bad like going from that to be to something just yeah. actually wholesome so um, but no it's it's just it's fun to watch the sort of like uh, the the sort of i mean i guess this is america's first attempt at going into fascism and of course because it's america it's just cheaply made and 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 mostly facade and crumbles at the slightest sort of prodding and it's it's funny to watch it crumble <laughs> I would say it's America's most advanced attempt at going into fascism. Yeah, okay, fair like, enough. Yeah. We've, you know, we had the McCarthy era, and we've had, obviously, the KKK, and, um, you know, plenty of other fascist... Well, uh, you're, you're equating racism with fascism. I mean, I, w I would say the, the McCarthy stuff was sort of, yeah. Yeah, but, it's pretty fascist. Um, yeah. Um, I'm going to go ahead and do the same what's good that I did on the last episode uh, about getting quick kicked off of social medias this week. <laughs> so I got uh, I'm in Twitter jail right now uh, because I told a um, clickbait account to get ass cancer. Sure. And obviously that's, you know, an automated thing and it's not OK to harass real people on the Internet. But I think it's absolutely okay to harass and make anybody who creates clickbait trash 
make them feel like absolute garbage because it's the worst, just absolute soul rot of society. I think it's okay to yell at real people on the internet. Yeah, there's a difference between yelling at real people and like bullying or uh, harassing. I know, but or... but 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 so much of what we call harassment now is just people from a sheltered media class being like, someone's being mean to me. Yeah, that's not. That's not how this is supposed to work. And to be fair, for my opinion about how we should take the oil from Libya or otherwise we or otherwise citizens won't support more wars. To be fair to Twitter, which is a real a real opinion that yeah. Nira Tandon tweeted out and she's going to be in charge of the office of budget yeah. under Joe Biden. Um and she got real mad when everybody yelled at her about it because she was being harassed. Just saying, just saying. The point that I was going to make was that to be fair to Twitter, not that it deserves it, but uh, I have never heard of Twitter punishing somebody for just telling a stranger to go fuck themselves. Right. You know. The, yeah. No. The, yeah. The, not really. The community standards are surrounded surrounding um, threatening, which obviously is there. There are good reasons for having restrictions around use of threatening language um and again saying wishing that somebody gets ass cancer whether it's a spam bot account or a real person i i, I feel like it's kind of okay to say that you hope somebody gets ass cancer um it's another thing to threaten to give somebody ass cancer which i don't know how you do that microwaves sure um but speaking of threatening language... Polonium suppository. <laughs> I, I am currently... Check out my band, Polonium <laughs> Suppository. <laughs> they have one song. It's called it Ass Cancer. <laughs> it is still going. <laughs> They've been playing it since 1998. <laughs> um, no, I'm currently uh, in Reddit jail uh, for saying that... So uh, a bunch of people in Boise are, are... Then they're doing it again tonight, protesting the central district health having the audacity to try and pass public health policy. Yeah. Um, and I commented on the, uh, the Boise subreddit that I think all of those people should be sent to an Island to all give each other COVID and die. And I stand by that, but apparently according to Reddit, that is a threat. I just, yeah, it, I don't, you didn't say you were going to do anything to do it. No. You just thought it would be a good idea. Yeah. But. You know. Maybe it's the difference between saying send them to an island and let them go to an island. But it's also like, I mean, imagining all these guys that you're you're offending with this, that are all these like, yeah, you can't tell me what to do. It, uh, fucking wear a mask. I'll wear your fucking face. Like you I'll know. go to your house with a gun. Yeah, I'll go to your house with a gun. And then as soon as somebody's like, I would like all of you to go to an island and just live with each other and infect each other with your diseases and die. They're like, but teacher, teacher, he said a bad like because yeah. somebody had to report you for yeah, this. No, to that's happen. the thing that I find most infuriating yeah. about the, the, the Reddit part. I mean, it's so fucking pathetic. Like these guys are fucking worms. Yeah. Like have the courage of your convictions. Yeah. You, do, do you not, want authoritarianism or not, not? Not a single person commented, uh, you know, replied negatively to my comment. 
Right. It you, had, you, you, know, you just got reported by uh, a yeah, bunch somebody, of fucking losers. Somebody reported me yeah. and Reddit and, and the Reddit moderators, because uh, I, I, I disputed my Reddit jail. And Reddit moderators were like, "Nope, you did a bad. Yeah, you said a you said a threaten." Well, and it's also, I mean, I don't know why that's my what's good. <laughs> yeah, this is, this is good. I'm very happy right now. Yeah, it's great. But it's also, I mean, like this is what happens when everybody gets online brain and thinks politics happen online is that you're that they're that whoever reported you is probably like, "Yes, I got him banned." As if, as, as if, if that as if that advanced their goal in any way, yeah. like and 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 vice versa on your comment. It's like everybody's just blowing off steam. Like what's advancing the goal is the fact that yeah, they're fucking harassing city council people. Yeah, they managed to again. They managed to crash them. Yeah, they crashed a meeting twice. They, yeah, uh, it's that's 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 advancing a goal and. If we want to stop them from doing that, we probably need to be showing up in um, opposition to them at those council meetings and trying to prevent them from getting in rather than posting. Yeah. On the other hand, that sounds hard. It sounds hard, and it sounds like it's going to uh, end in people getting arrested. Yep. Which hopefully some people do tonight for threatening the child of a city council member right um anyway star trek is what this show is about that was a really good what's good do you want to maybe run that again like do you anything else going on that's actually good yeah i mean uh, i've done so many what's good on uh on what's going on with the house but uh update on what was formerly the pod hole um, my little attic space is now nearly finished. I got the um, the flooring installed, and it's all textured and and painted. You saw it. Yeah, um, it's great. It's it's a really cool little space. It's a cool little space, and it's a it was an important moment for me. Um, even though it's not completely done, but I'll have it done in the next couple of days. But it'll be the first portion of the space that I've you know in the house that I've been working on that that will be done. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's a good point. Of just like yo, this is like. This is this is the part that I got over the finish line. Yeah, because yeah. because so much of this whole process has been like, okay, we tear apart this room and then I have to move shit because I right. obviously didn't empty the entire house out, which in retrospect would have made this whole thing way the fuck easier. But I didn't do sure. it. Um, so there's been a lot of just picking things up and moving them from one space to another while one space is being worked on. Um, and this is the this will be the first part of the house that's actually completely done that I can like put things in there. And they can sit there for a while until the rest of the house is done, and I don't have to worry about them being in the way or getting dirty or anything like that. So right. that was actually that was the, that was a, a great accomplishment for me this weekend. Yeah, yeah, it's it's uh, uh, sort of getting some dry land yeah. under you, if you will. Yeah, yeah, and it's cool. It's a cool space. Yeah, it's really exciting. Yeah. Um. So yeah, do uh, so we we have uh, an episode that we're gonna watch. Mm-hmm. Um, do you want to tell us what's going to happen on this episode? I would love to. Um, so this episode is called The High Ground. And what happens in this one is um, Mr. Hom is still <laughs> on the ship from last episode. He did not leave with uh, Deanna Troy's mother because him and Data are really into replicator weed. <laughs> um, they have talked to Guinan about it. 
and she has encouraged them to go into business selling replicator weed. Oh shit! If anybody on that ship knows about drugs, it's Guinan. Then that's. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's absolutely. that's why she's the one that does it. Yep. Good good job, buddy. Yeah, I'm on board. Data and Hom with the mentorship of Guinan establish a drug empire on the Enterprise. Uh, well, Picard is distracted by Romu intentions. And eventually the ship turns into season three of The Wire. <laughs> <laughs> Towards the third act of the episode, Data accidentally uh, reverses the ship when he meant to go forward because he's stoned, causing a violation of the neutral zone and also causing Riker to confiscate all drugs on board to be stored in his cabin. (laughs) That's all I wrote. I wrote that in like two minutes. (laughs) No, that's a good premise. I like it. All right. Well, let's find out if that's what happens on this episode. What if I nail it on one of these one day? It's going to be great. <laughs> I can't wait. I'm, re- I'm, I'm really excited for that to happen. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Bye. You're listening to Star Trek Sucks, the only Star Trek podcast. Now here are your hosts, Jack Gunn and Leal Cardoza. Well, thank God. We, we could have had three good episodes in a row and that really would have fucked up the theme of this podcast i am it's a good thing i'm tired oh my god because the rest of this episode would otherwise would just be me screaming just 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 hollering reading mal's little red book god it, what it just it, oh my god the politics of this episode are fucking horrible it sucks so bad it's so boring and so god damn it all right so the enterprise shows up to bring medical supplies to a planet that's having terrorism no not to a planet to one specific part of the planet right to the imperial core of the planet yes to the ruling class of the planet but not even i don't this is beyond like a class issue this is an imperialism issue. They bring medical supplies to the imperial core of the planet who are having a medical issue because <clears throat> the periphery of the planet decided that they wanted to be independent. Well, this is never addressed, but I'm assuming they wanted to be independent because they wanted to manage their own resources, much like certain continents on our own planet. Yeah, that's the... That's... In... In a storyline that is full of garbage, the simple inclusion of "oh, they're fighting for independence," and that I just oh, God, yeah, no, it it's, sucks. it's it it, it sucks. sucks. So it's much. such shitty liberal politics where it's just like, well, they're fighting. They decided they wanted to be independent. Why? Don't worry about it. Don't fucking worry about it. And also, they're doing violence, which is bad. They should they should respect the process, even though the process brought them under our fucking thumb. And for some reason, they've decided they don't want to be under our thumb, which, again, don't worry about that. Don't worry about why. Don't worry about it. Let's go back to the beginning. They're, they're willing to die to not be under our thumb, but, again, don't worry about why. So we're on a planet of skunk people. Yeah, they do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, thank you for bringing me down a little bit from that. It just, it's one of, I mean, there are so many just dumb misses in, in the history of the show when it comes to creating alien races and so much, so, so many examples of, of laziness, uh, you know, oftentimes it's I mean, it's, the, it's usually like some sort of eyebrow or forehead yeah. situation. And in this case, the uh, alien identifier is they've all got a Pepe Le Pew stripe. Which I've worked with. I know people that have that. Yeah, that's the thing on humans. <laughs> people get wet, weird white streaks in their hair. Yeah. But now it's the whole planet and they're aliens. <laughs> but other than that, they're totally human. Yeah. Um, and the, and Picard, like in Picard's opening monologue, he makes this whole thing about how this planet is un- politically unstable and there's no shore leave, but we come upon Crusher and Worf just chilling at a cafe. Just kicking it. Just, just straight kicking it. Just having, having some drinks at a cafe. Yeah. Uh, and then there's an explosion and the doctor goes and tries to help people and then she gets kidnapped I wrote down this season fucking loves and the show in general just loves a good rogue. Yeah, they just do love a, a good rogue. Rogue with a with a good backstory. This guy's like a kind of an odd one though. He's he's sort of. I mean, they're they're, they're making his hair do a lot of the work, but he's kind of like a weedy kind of uh, scrawny sort of erudite guy. I mean, he's he's honestly like a real like. I think it's just the high waisted pants that are. Maybe that's like what that. it is. It's but he he actually kind of strikes me as like an actual like Maoist revolutionary leader would. Which be. is kind of what he is. No, he's absolutely. This is a Maoist ep like, or no, this is this is not a Maoist episode, but this is a liberal episode. But this is this you could absolutely just use this episode as a Maoist critique of everything wrong with liberal international politics. So they kidnap her because everybody on their side is dying of transporter fever. Um, just uh, it's so fucking heavy-handed. Um, yeah, there. So they're, I'm jumping way ahead because I did not take a whole lot of notes because most of watching this episode was just like, yeah, I got it. It's it's really frustrating because it's, it's so it's slow. Just, well, and it's also like it's just. The cops in the Imperial Corps are becoming more and more fascist because the periphery wants their wants to be independent, and it's just it's so divorced from anything material. Which again, it's like, why do they want that? Why do they want it? And it never answers it. It's just, oh, they decided they wanted to be independent. They decided it so hard that they would die for it. And it's like, no one dies for a abstract concept of independence. Like they, it's. I mean, it's very obvious. I don't know. It, it's it's so much of its time because this was filmed in fucking 1990, you know, and we were still trying to, like, really get all of South America under the fucking boot. <sighs> and there were, you know, all these guerrilla groups that were, uh, you know, just irrationally violent. I don't know why they can't just get on board with the with the liberal progress. And, and uh, you know, like... Yeah, like a, they're they're gonna have to work for cheap for a while, but eventually, like progress will catch up with them. And once we've, you know, so Data's got a great line in here. Sorry, and I know you wrote something down <laughs> close to this point. Data says, "It appears that terrorism can create political change." Oh God! And then Picard says something after that that I know you wrote down. 
Yeah, he says, I don't believe you can create political change at the end of the gun. Except you're on a fucking ship with torpedoes and phasers, Picard! Why do you have the torpedoes and phasers then, you fucking asshole? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't, uh... This episode is designed to specifically infuriate me, I think. <laughs> God. Um... And, and again, like he is presented like he's supposed to be the smartest and, and most noble and most virtuous person in the in the world of the show. That is his role. And he fucking says that I don't think you can create peace or I don't I don't. Yeah, something about political. No, power yeah. Po- political power doesn't happen at the end of the gun. Why do you have torpedoes then? What are those for? Um, it's really easy to say political power doesn't happen at the end of the gun when you have most of the guns. Yeah, it's really easy to be like, "Oh, I'm not using guns for this." When you have most of the guns, you fucking asshole. Do you want to? Uh, you want to check in on Mark and Emily really quick for this episode? I actually did write something down about that because <laughs> <laughs> we got another full ship red alert. Everybody on lockdown. There are armed Maoist revolutionaries in the corridors with Uzis, <laughs> like it's the 1970s. <laughs> like we're on an airplane in the early 70s. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I feel like it's pretty safe to say Mark and Emily had a terse conversation about the situation. <laughs> When, it, when did this it. come up? When did this come up back on Earth? I'm just, I, I'm just saying, we 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 settled all this shit back on Earth. You know, we're just going to places where they're still working this out. You wanted to see the universe. Here it is. It's just shit we already figured out. <laughs> it, sucks. it sucks. It sucks. It sucks out here. <laughs> I want to go back to New Jersey. <laughs> um. So yeah, they beam on board. I <laughs> oh, also, so uh, before that, actually, um, D- Data gives several examples of of uh, violence solving things, and one of or, or violence solving political conflicts. And one of the ones he gives is the Irish unification of twenty twenty four. So check out the Irish unification <laughs> of twenty twenty four in four years. Keep an eye out for that, listeners. <laughs> If that actually happens, that's going to be sick as shit. <laughs> I'm going to run through the wall like the Kool-Aid man. <laughs> um, I don't think it's going to somehow, but so the, actually, I, I, it might because Northern Ireland might be like, ah, we're good yeah. on this Britain thing. Actually, yeah, Britain sucks. <laughs> um, so they beam on board. They super glue a, a bomb to the warp core. And Jordy has to laser it off and beam it off. It just, I, I don't know. The whole idea... Okay. So this is an unaligned planet. Mm-hmm. But they have... They, they essentially have two governments. And the Enterprise is, and by extension, I, the Federation has chosen to recognize one of the governments. Well, no. What I was thinking about was technologically. Because... Okay. <laughs> why... The idea that they have technology that is beyond the the understanding of the enterprise, I don't know. It just it struck me as yeah, but it's like radically unsafe technology that like no one like that. That's yeah, they're like no one ethically would have gone down that path. Yeah, yeah, they're transport technology, but the but the the fucking the bomb glued to the 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 uh, the warp core 
Like, wh- what? why wouldn't you just be able to grab a... It, that just annoyed yeah, the shit out of me. Uh, just another stupid thing in this episode. Although, oh, so uh, they the, the, the bad guys, uh, the revolutionaries, beam onto the bridge, and Picard wastes no fucking time just going ham on oh, the yeah, leader this is, of the opposition. This might be the first time we ever see Picard just lay somebody out. Like, fucking... Like takes it just mean, just knocks him for a fucking loop. And there's like, one cut shot that is definitely a stunt double, but there, but uh, the 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 first shot that's like a close up of Patrick Stewart. That's absolutely him, and he like gets a running like a running go at the guy. Yeah, it's like a rabbit punch. He yeah. fucking gets it. Just fucking wails on him. So yeah, yeah it was a fuck yeah Picard fight scene. Um, and then it gets god damn it it gets so fucking boring so they get Picard and there's the whole thing of yeah, you know sucks. like Crusher is getting like Stockholm Syndrome sort of she's like the voice of oh these people are fighting for a real thing and it's legitimate and she's trying to like convince Picard and blah 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 and then fucking the leader beams back on to the 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 Enterprise to talk to Troy for I don't for know, no reason I don't know why he decides to go to Troy. Um, I'm, uh, the only thing I can think is that oh god damn it his big demand is sanctions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you have to yeah. sanction them. Ugh. Yeah, it's just it sucks. It sucks. It's yeah. And then the the again ham fisted way that they like try to humanize him is like oh yeah he does murders but also he does drawings. Yeah, that's that's the issue here, not the fact that this entire continent is so depraved or deprived of 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 hope and resources that they are willing to follow somebody who's like yeah that. Here's here's technology that'll allow you to kill people. It'll kill you after like three times using it, but you know, like we have to do this because we are so fucking under the boot. And apparently hundreds and hundreds of people are like, "Yeah, okay." Yeah. Yeah, that's the issue though that he's he is drawings. But yeah, he does drawings, so he's sensitive. Um and then yeah, they finally figure out how to get to them and they bring like five people down. For the invasion team, and then they beat the... Yeah, which I, I wrote down. I, I love having a hideout where uh, just every direction, there's just a shitload of cover with no light behind it. Mm-hmm. That's where I like to hide out. Yeah. That way, that way, the enemy can approach me from any direction Yeah. undercover, and I can't see them. Yeah, that way, an invading group of five dudes. Yeah, that way, that, yeah, that way I can be overwhelmed by five people. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's a good. It's good. It's, it's a good, good opsec. Yeah, it's a good way. And, and also, there's no way that the fascists that are already on this planet couldn't have done this. Ugh. They could just do. They could. They could have taken him out at any time. Yeah. <sighs> it sucks and ex- it's exhausting. And that that's that's it. I have so few notes on this episode because it's just. It's just fucking exhausting. It just sucks and is exhausting. Yeah, and it's grotesque in its yeah. politics. Do and, not uh, watch. Do not watch. So next Unless week, you want to get really fucking politically angry, because I am vibrating right now. Yeah. So you're going to. And I know to, I'm like, I'm the fucking ultra left guy on the podcast, but Jesus Christ. Yeah, no, it's it, it, it sucks ass. Um, <laughs> So next week, you get to write us a synopsis on what's going to happen with the, with, when Q comes back. 
Oh, God, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's a Q episode next week. Q eats some bad sushi and spends the entire episode on the turlet. <laughs> I think that's <laughs> then some then something else good happens that I, I that we enjoy watching. I think that's pretty much the synopsis you came up with in the last episode too. No, I know I was I was doing the bit again because we didn't oh. record it. You fucking asshole. <sighs> Sorry, I'm mad about this episode. You should be. It's garbage. It's fucking terrible. Well, listeners, find join us next week when Q is here and Jack writes some florid. Uh, pros regarding terrible things that should happen to him but don't oh also i wanted to give a dedication for this episode no oh, what what's up um i it's so uh today day of recording december 8th um is the uh, anniversary of the passing of uh renee i think it's aubergenois but the guy who plays odo played odo oh. on deep space nine he died a year ago today oh. um so rest in power king yeah Had you only hours to convince a beloved friend that there is value in the things that you value? Would you search through space and time to find the perfect words to convey your convictions? When every word counts, rise and proclaim your opinions to be the light of the galaxy!